Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline on this Bruins Thursday, it's Nesson hockey analyst, the Razor, Andrew Raycroft. He's brought to us by Brennan's Smoke Shop. Good morning, Jeff Brennan. Brennan's has nine locations in Massachusetts and just opened up their newest shop in Hudson, New Hampshire. Visit Brennan's for the best selection of cigars. Razor, are you uh, busting out the pads out of the tickle trunk to be an emergency goalie for the next couple of days? Because Jeremy Swayman and others are on the COVID list. Uh, what, what, what do you make of all these guys on the COVID list, Razor? Not in a million years am I breaking out my gear to go down to Long Island this afternoon. No, that's not <laughs> happening. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's not a good situation in any way whatsoever. It, it it's spreading. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. All of a sudden, I don't know what happened. I, I I felt pretty good about life four weeks ago, and now all of a sudden, we're back here. And and uh, it, it's it's not good for the Bruins. I I got to imagine it, it, those tests are this morning. I got to imagine they play the game tonight if it hasn't been canceled already. So I assume they play tonight. But hard to imagine that they get on a plane tomorrow and head into Canada with the idea that some of people could miss Christmas because they have to quarantine in a Ottawa, Ontario, Canada hotel. Yeah, it is pretty crazy to think, you know, what are they going to do? Because this team also, they had like those two bye weeks early in the season. So if they do postpone games, they're going to have a trickier time making them up. Like all of a sudden they're going to have to shoehorn in a lot of games. I'm curious, are they better off? And the decision may be, I know it's not theirs, but would they be better off trying to push through and play these games now for them? Or because you got guys like Bergeron and Marshawn and Swayman, would it be better for the team to actually kick those Canadian games down down the schedule? Well, from my point of view, kick the games down the schedule. When you have your best players sitting out for six games at this point, and you look at what's happened in Calgary, it's it, Listen, neither of these scenarios are great. It's, we know this is a bad thing. We're all living through it. But, the re, you know, when you look at it pro hockey terms and just on the sport itself and the wins and losses, the reality is it's better for everybody to get it at once rather than one at a time trickle this out where you're playing games with half a lineup rather than a Calgary Flames situation where everybody's sitting out for seven games mm-hmm. and we'll figure out how to do it. I mean, the Olympics, the Olympic window is the big one now. I mean, if this continues for another few weeks, it's hard to imagine the NHL shutting down for three weeks there. Um, I, the NHL's played into June and July the last couple of years. I assume that can go back on the board if this continues for a month. Play into May. You know, just keep pushing things back. And in the Bruins scenario, like you said, they've missed so they have they're so backloaded with the schedule. The games they miss now. You cannot really throw those in in March and April. They're already so stacked with games. You're looking at later in May or the Olympic break, and I am not the one. That's way above my pay grade to put those logistics together. Well, you mentioned the Olympics there, and it's a fascinating discussion right now within the NHL. I, as a fan, personally, I love it. I, I, I love Olympic hockey with the pros, but I certainly understand why they wouldn't want to go over there if you were a player right now and you were on Team Canada, what side would you be on? I I would never want to turn down an opportunity to play for Team Canada in the Olympics. And I know I know the Russian team will be going. Alex Ovechkin goes to World Championships after he loses Game Seven <laughs> in the National Hockey League playoffs. They go for their national team. There's a lot of guys in Canada that think the same way look at it the same way when you have an opportunity 
to play for Team Canada or play for Team USA in the Olympics, you you have we know it's a four year window. Most guys get one opportunity in their entire lives to do that, and that was with them forever. Literally, you are signing autographs with a Team Canada jersey when you're 88 years old in Canada <laughs> in some random autograph signing. So you have that forever, and to turn that down is really difficult. You would really have to have a family issue for guys to not want to go, in my opinion. So I personally, if I had the one opportunity to go, I'd want to do it, mm-hmm. and, and I'd deal with the consequences. So, Razor, no Anton Bleed, no Trent Frederick, no Marshy, no Bergeron. Who are your top two lines tonight if this game gets played? <laughs> well, you and you and Kiefer are starting with pasta on the first line, <laughs> and then we'll throw Yikes. Chris Kelly will suit up, and he'll jump on that yep. second line. I mean, it, it's it's a complete bandit. It's a mash unit. Uh, I saw they they called up Jesper Froden from Providence. They called up Kyle Kaiser from Providence. So you've got a You've got a and and that preseason lineup, and you go into Long Island and and you work as hard as you can and try and keep it close and try and get a win and and that that's what it comes down to that you're you're literally mashing it together. I I would say it's Hall Coyle, Pasternak up on the first line, DeBrusque, Felino, and uh, I'm losing track of guys that can even play. Craig, Craig Smith uh, is out. That's right. Yeah. Hall, uh, you put Hall in there somewhere. Yeah. It's a literally mash unit tonight. Uh-huh. Now, the last time we saw the Bruins was one of their worst games of the season. They were down 3 nothing at the end of the first period, lost 4-1 to Vegas. No Brad Marchand in that game. Do you look at that as a, odds? Uh, you know, one out of 82, they're not all going to be winners? Or was there something that might be a little bit more concerning in that loss? No, not at all. For me, it's a, we just came off a great road trip, Western Canada. We come home. Now there's, there's a, a honey-do list some, a mile long. I have to get Christmas presents. I have to get everything ready. I've got family maybe coming into town. And it's just a tough, tough game against a good team yeah. in Las Vegas. Yeah. Golden Knights, who have gone through this, or they've done with the injuries and COVID and had their big guys out of the lineup. They're feeling good right now. So, I I chalk it up to a complete one of those games that are really tough to play, and they would have had to have everything go perfect to win it. And the opposite happened. They had goals going off of players in front. It, it was it was a bit of a disaster in the first period. Razor, I think you might have pulled back the curtain a little bit on my next question, which was the you go on the road trip, and then there's kind of like the hockey axiom, I guess, that the first game back after a long road trip, you kind of struggle. Is it because of all the stuff that, you know, at home that you've missed? Like, why? Or, or is that a fallacy? No, it is. And not to mention, they're going, now they're going, they get out west. Now you're in a different time zone for five days and you come east. It's always harder coming east. Your time is all messed up. And your kids are still need to ride to school because you just missed them for five days. They're jumping all over you because they're so excited about Christmas. There's so no I I it's always hard. If I was someone who bet on games, I would look at the long road trips. The home game on the way home is always harder than the last road game on the road. So I, I I'm a big believer. It was always hard for me coming back and playing that one. Not to mention they had COVID all day on Monday, COVID all day Tuesday, and they know they're going away on the road for three more road games after this home game. So it was. It's a it, it was a brutal storm. 
all three of us just wrote down that betting nugget for later. We're going to keep <laughs> oh, on. We got a good trend. Right. Thank Absolutely. you. I, I do like there you that. Go. There might be something mm-hmm. to it. Now, another week, another, uh, you know, Tukarask all over practice and, you know, trying to stop the top power play and everything else. We've talked about how unique the situation is and how bizarre it is. It also feels like, and again, toss out Tuesday night, but both Olmark and Swayman had been playing some of their best hockey since Tukarask has been on the ice. And I can't imagine that's a coincidence. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I'm sure there's a little bit of motivation in there. I think, you know, talking to you guys the last few weeks, I've been saying the goaltending's been pretty good and, and Allmark's going to get better, and I really believe in him. And Swayman, just his development's going to keep going. The more comfortable he gets, the more games like he has on Tuesday night. I know he didn't go, it didn't go his way. He didn't play great. But that's going to build his development. That, that builds him getting better as an NHL goaltender. So I'm assuming it's not so much of a coincidence that Tuca's there and, and they're getting some reps in and maybe a little bit of a fire is lit under them. However, they've known it was coming, and I think their game is just coming, rounding into form, especially in the Leonis Allmark situation. All right, if you're a new listener, our friend Andrew Raycroft introduced us to the Tickle Trunk when we asked him on Halloween, what was he going to wear for Halloween? He said, I don't know, i got to go with the Tickle Trunk. So now... Razor has the tickle trunk, and it, you can be put in the tickle trunk for good or bad. So, Razor, who is in the tickle trunk this week? Well, Gresh, you foreshadowed a little bit. I mean, to put COVID in the tickle trunk, cover oh, it in cement, yeah. send it out to the middle of the Atlantic Ocean would be ideal. Uh-huh. But I'm not going negative. I'm not going negative oh. because we've got enough of that going on right now this week. I am going Linus Allmark. What a positive tickle truck experience for him. Last week, two stolen wins on the road after only playing three of 11 games. Comes in two on 43, two on 42. Expect him to have another big night. He's going to find a way to get a victory three in a row on the road and come through for the Bruins. I like it. Great stuff from our friend Andrew Raycroft. Razor, we'll catch you next week. Thank you, sir. Awesome, guys. Be safe. Well, you, you too. That's right. right. Mask up. Well, apparently there's Keep a big problem over there.